This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Chris Gary, and Jared Timms. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode 18 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. You're back for another week of all things rugby league news, hop tags, previews, and winning f***ing multis with <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Two yes. for the season. $13 in round eight, $11 in round 16. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you bet the hundred bucks a week, would you be in profit? We Probably. are, yeah. So yeah. We, if you've yeah. got one, if you've had one unit on every single one, we'd be up seven units now. Oh. So it takes us through till about round twenty-four, and the it's AFL podcast zero still on it. Duck eggs. Absolute Didn't get duck a leg eggs. last week. <laughs> it's good getting boys. Yeah. Wait, aren't you on that though? Yeah, <laughs> I was the one that came the closest. But no, but remember, <laughs> remember they they were traders. They replaced you. Yeah, I know. I yeah. brought that up. Well, I, Yesterday when we, when we spoke good, about it. Yeah. Good, good. I haven't given us an intro yet, so I'm going to go back and do that. Oh, yeah. My name is Jared Timms, owner of a winning leg in a round 16 NRL multi. Samesy. That's, I'm Dry Yagi. I was going to say. <laughs> That's who I am as well. well I was going to say, with me, 32 tries for the Broncos. Well, 32 tries in the NRL, but more impressively, owner of a winning leg in a round 16 it NRL multi. It feels good to win, man. You know, like, I've just built my life on winning. Um, so, yeah, it's just good to be back. Do you want to thank the team? Yeah. No, nah, there's, there's no I in team. There's a me, though. Yeah. It, well, it really was a multi of two halves, that one. The boys turned up for each other. Also oh. with us, journalism, media, PR heavyweight, but more impressively, owner of a winning leg at around 16 NRL multi, Chris thank Gary. You. Also had a sensational weekend on the punt to make up for many Did ones you? that were terrible. So still be it's down. been good. It's still been good. Down. On the horses? Be, oh, everyone's down. <laughs> Are we talking the horses? Yeah. And the and the cast. And the cast, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. were down for the uh, the yeah, Opatia yeah. fly, were you? Oh, well. Big old night at the casino. Put it this way, had a boys weekend, uh, two nights, went ridiculous, went very hard and came out with a significant profit. That's, that's really good to hear. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a tick in every yeah. box. Yeah. Also I'm actually not sarcastic either. That's the missus was very happy. I was able to deposit a whole <laughs> bunch of money back into her account and she was thrilled. Back into her yeah. account. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Also with us, he wasn't part of a, a winning no. multi, but he steers us into winners each and every week. It's the Just form guide Fondler. Driving the knife in hard here, Jared. But, you know, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Sitting with a bunch of winners is a big win yeah, for you this it week. Is. Right? It is. It's great to be in your aura. But you do put push us into some things and yeah. you know we've been taking a few of your stats off I, I ran off a couple of your stats uh from last week's one oh, you're Justin welcome. You're was very well over so I, I think I've done the same yeah. thing this week yeah. but we'll hold off for that now all right we named our origin three teams last week the real ones came out what do we think Gerald Queensland one change to the team that had 44 put on them do you reckon it's yeah. good enough oh uh, look I yeah stick and pick I mean yeah it's at home you just you know, the rest of you, you know, you can't. He he's just going with the team that he thinks is going to win, and yeah, you can't do anything. I mean, if they get pumped, then it's a different story. But uh, if they go down to the wire and they lose, and they're, they're they go, we're going in the right direction. But uh, it's going to be a great game, and you can already feel the uh, energy here in Brisbane and Queensland. It's 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 pretty cool. Do you think David Fafita's a little bit stiff? Yeah, and I think Nana is a bit lucky to be starting, especially. I just don't trust his defence. Not that he can't tackle; he just makes poor reads. I think that's going to be where. New South Wales target. And what about New South Wales? Would you have made any different changes mm. to that team? Do you think Jack uh, yeah, White was a bit I would have put, put Wine on the bench for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Talakai being chosen the 17 is a bit odd for me. I mean, um, I, I pick Jackie uh, every day of the week. He was their best in game one. Uh, he plays well at his club level each week in and week out. So, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's a loss. But the mind games might start yet. I don't know. They 
you know, it's not it's not official uh, until next week until they put the uh, teams out. So let's see what Brad's got. Yeah. All right. Well, we haven't really decided if we're going to do a preview or a review show of Origin mm. Three. So assuming we do a review, what's the result, Gerald? Um. Yeah, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a lot tighter than people think. I mean, it's not. I don't see each team blowing each other out. I don't, I don't see New South Wales doing doing uh, what they did in game two. I think Bill's too smart for that. Um, yeah, I think he uh, he matches with whatever Brad's coming with. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I, I'm so excited because uh, I'm going there uh, next Wednesday. And sitting I, with the punters. I am. I'm so, I'm so excited to be able to do it. Um, yeah, I've got six of my mates and my, and my little brother with me. So um, I'm more not worried about anyone apart from my brother because he's got a big <laughs> mouth. So he'll be sitting in the middle of the group. <laughs> away Fair from enough. everyone else. But there'll be no other New South Welshman people around. We're sitting, you know, in some pretty good seats. I'm, I'm lucky enough, obviously, to play Origin and uh, be getting allocated some really good seats right near the bench. So I'll be up close and personal with the boys. Well, next season, don't forget your mates at the Neds NRL Punk. I won't. Podcast. I won't. I won't. Chris, how does this one end? I think Queensland wins, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, I just think home... Uh, Billy Slater factor. I really, I really think they win. I think I agree with Drell. It's going to be very tight. I'm thinking maybe 16, 12 Queensland low scoring, only three or four tries. And that's Origin though, yeah. isn't it? Like even you saying that, then I've got goosebumps because yeah. we know that game one was amazing down there. Um, very different crowd, you know, to Perth. It obviously was loud and it was packed out, but um, it seems like these players who play for New South Wales, Wales know how to rise to occasion when it comes to playing at Suncorp Stadium as well. Um, but it also, you know, put in the factor that. These boys don't know how to take a step back when they play for Queensland in, in front of their home crowd. So I, I agree with Chris. It's going to be tight, tight, tight. And I just – it all comes down to how fit Munster really is, mm. how bad is that shoulder. He's definitely playing. I mean, he has to. I think he'd play if he was in a Cooper Cronk situation. Um, but it really depends just how banged up is he. Will he take the line on? Because his game is running game. That shoulder. I think he'll have to. Back. I don't yeah. think he has a choice, really. I think he'll have to. That's, I think that's how Queensland win because he's a huge threat uh, when he's got his hands on the ball, uh, when he's throwing those ridiculous dummies. I yeah, mean, people fall <laughs> Like, he, he honestly is the biggest threat. And, um, you know, they, if they want to uh, give a lot of attention to him, it's just going to give a, a lot more time to, you know, other playmakers, your KPs. Uh, I think you'll find, I think you'll, find you'll, you'll see um, Caelan Ponga come in a lot this game. Yeah. I reckon he's going to need to put his hand up as well. And I and I know that Cameron Munster will get handled very well uh, and he'll do his best to get free. But I think KP, you'll find that he'll um, he'll take the game on. Always looks good at Suncorp, actually, Cameron yeah. Ponga. Yeah, he does. And um, and so should be. I mean, uh, look, I know exactly what it's like to run out in front of 52,000 at that stadium and it's different. Um, yeah. And I couldn't even imagine what it's like for a, for a, for a you know, New South Wales team to, to turn up there, you know, year and year and go... <laughs> Bloody hell, we got to do this again because <laughs> it's scary. Like I said to, to New South Wales, I give them props down there. Their crowd is is loud, but it's just not as scary because they're not as close down there. Yeah. It's 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 electrifying here at Suncorp Stadium. And like I said, I think the boys get home in a tight one. Is driving the Blues bus down Caxton Street still a thing? It's Bring not, it is it? Yeah. No. I, no. That's it's too dangerous, they reckon. Yeah. yeah. Ricky, Ricky tried it well, in like, I, I want to yeah. say 2013 or 2014 when Ricky Stewart was coach. Yeah. Yeah. He brought it back for one year and it just wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't a good idea. Have you, have you seen that skate park across from Suncorp? <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty dangerous but, teenager. But not only that, yeah, like <laughs> driving the Queensland one down there. Like yeah. it's not safe. Yeah. Like people are pushed push, push the bus. They... They don't mean to, but they get excited. They throw stuff at the bus like jerseys and, you know, like it's it's pretty full on. It's it's a nice thing to be a part of. I've, I've, I've been a part of it when Lockie had his last game and we had the opportunity to go down there. Yeah. Um, 
it's exciting, but it's scary. At the what's same what's time. your most full on fan experience? Oh, probably that. Yeah. Oh, maybe actually, no, playing in Leeds for Australia um, was pretty full on because, you know, you know what it'd be like. Yeah. Chris, and Leeds is a rugby league town. Oh, so yeah. trying to get the bus into their, uh, you know, their stadium was, was, was hectic because they're just. England fans, we played England, and yeah, that was pretty scary. Mm. It's it's like soccer hooligans, yep. like yep. it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's only a week away now. Suncorp Stadium is sell out now. Absolutely can't wait for it, Chris. It's been a hot topic again this year, particularly in the international break a couple yeah. of weeks ago on Origin Two. Should players be made to play for Australia if they're playing State of Origin? Yes, they should. In that same year, they should shouldn't like cancel out the rest of their career like they do in Union. But um, that same year, you play for New South Wales or Queensland, you should represent. Australia, make yourself available for Australia, or don't play for New South Wales and Queensland and play for Tonga Samoa. So Katoni Stag shouldn't have gone round. No, no, time. not if he wants to do that. If he doesn't get picked for Australia, I think you can absolutely then go play for uh, your country of choice. Okay, but if you are actually saying I will not play for Australia after playing for New South Wales and Queensland, that can't happen. And has this come because Brian Toto's come out yeah. over during the week? He said he's going to go play for Samoa? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying, I will not play for Australia. I will mm. play for Samoa only. I want to represent Samoa. Yeah. I totally appreciate that. Well, if that's your decision, you should be forced to announce that before the Origin Series and you're ruled out. And I don't have anything like against what this situation has happened with Luttrell. I believe it's a maturity thing from him. That I think it's great what he I, did. I think it's great as well. But yeah. does that... But does that Void him from playing yeah. for Australia. I think that's, you know, from PR background, that was struck me as a PR move. Yeah. I yeah. think that, and I thought it was a good one to just take the heat out of it. He wasn't yep. going to get picked anyway. Mm. So take the heat out of it, be on the front foot, be proactive. Mm. Um, I just think, look, if, if um, Brian Toto didn't get picked for Australia and then went and played for Samoa, that's fantastic. Love that. But to just say, I'm only playing for Samoa, not Australia, I just think it's ridiculous. It, it just, to me, Origin is having an increasing issue of being not that state versus state hate versus hate it, yeah. it's it's becoming gentrified mm. it's not becoming the thing it was and this increases that yeah the warriors back home in round 16 it was a particularly thrilling yeah. result for all of us because what a got great an game of, multi <laughs> yeah and what a great game of high class football yeah, it really was, <laughs> it was so the, bad two of it was the threats the warriors Jeez, took a long Tigers. time to get over i called <laughs> I that game i called that game from here in brisbane babies and and honestly I just couldn't believe how many times <laughs> they called it back. <laughs> I was I was so excited for them to go over, and I just could, kept going. Oh, it's, and I think it was only fitting that Sean Johnson. I mean, it wasn't a try, but it was fitting that he put the first points over. Um, yeah. Homecoming for him. You know, he's a big family man. He got to go back to the Warriors, and it was only fitting that he uh, he put the first points over back in uh, Mount Smart Stadium. It was a frustrating game to watch at times, especially knowing that we did have our multi on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my other caller, Quentin Hull, <laughs> knew because. <laughs> Because I was blowing up half the time, but um, so, yeah. so I don't think ABC would allow that. No, no, no. Well, sneak <laughs> a little net plug in there. I, I, I kept checking. Um, I kept checking things. I was just like, oh please. Did yeah. anyone back it? Oh yeah, <laughs> the multi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have as good an invest this time 50, though, did you? Just better than a slap in the face. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I could have went. A full unit, uh, as I heard to say, but I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so one unit is a hundred dollars for you. Isn't Thank it? you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I don't know. Is that is that right? Or? Well, no. It's, it's just it's whatever, what, whatever you want. Okay. Could be a dollar. Could okay. be a million. Yeah. Um, well, yes, hundred units. hundred dollars. <laughs> <a million. laughs> 
It hasn't taken long for the shine to come off that, though, and they're back in the headlines for different reasons. Raiders fullback Kiwi international Charms Nickel Klockstad signed. Yeah. Reese Walsh conditionally released to join the Broncos and the Dolphins miss again. Yeah, just on, on Charms, it was hilarious this morning on the media call with Cameron George, the CEO of the Warriors. Um, you know, Cameron was saying, hey, okay, yeah, we've lost Reese, but we're getting Charms back. And one of the journalists said, after you already shipped him away in the yeah. first place, and so now you're having to pay overs to get him back. Well, he's really? been very good at the Raiders, though. Hasn't no, he? he has. And I think. It was really hard to keep him there, obviously, because of Roger Tuovasashek. Um, they yeah. knew they were going to they were going to get Roger Tuovasashek, so it was it was tough. And he, you know, I think Chance did the right thing. He wanted to play fullback, so he wasn't going to play second fiddle to someone. So he's done the. I think he did the right thing and and went to the Raiders uh, because he's become an outstanding fullback in our in our competition now. I think he'll go to another level at the yeah, Warriors. Um, he is good because it's his it's his home team. It's where he you know where he come from. So I'm looking forward to see. I mean, look, I, <laughs> every year I don't I don't want to put the Warriors down, but um, you know he's going to be outstanding for them. But if Roger Tuivasa-Shek can't you know get them into finals, I mean. Yeah. It's pretty hard to if uh, someone like him can't, but, it, but good yeah. luck to Chance, yeah. No, and, and just on, on Reese Walsh, what a like, – it, it just – I know I've ranted about this all year, but – Go again. How ridiculous <laughs> is the NRL signing protocols? Oh, it makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. And, yeah. None and, of it. And I've seen Uncle Wayne blown – and he, so he should be, like, in a, in a way. Like, it's a bit – you can't. I don't know how they. Do, I don't know how they're doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, the Dolphins have gone to the NRL today and basically mm. lodged a complaint. They feel it's a restraint of trade because the Warriors don't like the Dolphins because of Peter O'Sullivan and all sorts of other stuff yeah. that's happened that we can't Figured. go into. So the Warriors don't like the Dolphins. The Warriors have said to Reese, "We will only. You want to go back to Brisbane because you have a child there and understand you don't want to stay in New Zealand long term. We get that. That's fine. But you're only going to the Broncos because we don't like the Dolphins. So now the Dolphins are saying that's a restraint of trade and they want the NRL to intervene. But at the end of the day, there's nothing they can do. No. So Wayne, and look, if Reese really wanted to play for the Dolphins, who are offering significantly more money than the Broncos, he would make that happen. He could, if he really wanted to. Couldn't he just go to? The, yeah, he would. He would just. He could just sign a one year. Just go to the Broncos and then go a year yeah. after. Correct. I mean, yes. But yeah. he is not that passionate about going to the Dolphins. He's looking forward to Plus, going back to the Bronx. To be honest, he's, he's got a lot of friends still in the Broncos. Yeah. Like, he's very close. And the only reason he left in the first place is because they weren't going to give him that opportunity to play fullback at that time. That was the reason yeah. why he wasn't staying at the Broncos. Um, he wanted first-grade footy straight away. They didn't think he was ready. Um, but obviously, now they're... Doing like a lot of teams and uh, buying back and buying at a bit more expensive rate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but honestly, I remember when that happened and talking to a lot of people, um, I was working on Channel 7 at the time when Reese left, um, you would have seen it, Jarrell, that preseason, his trials and everything, he just blitzed it. That Mate, he was, he was incredible. He, he was he, even like at training, like, I mean, we see on preseason and people go, oh, yeah, but it's against other, you know, teams like in the Queensland Cup. Like at training... He's he's a different he's a freak and he had no he doesn't take a step back from anyone so I don't know how he we didn't think he was ready because when we when he yeah. went in the NRL you could tell straight away that he was a superstar mm -hmm. and he's gonna be he's gonna be a long term um, footy player which brings us to the other thing where you know is he gonna play five eight or half at, at the Broncos for a, for a long time because I can see as we've seen a glimpse of Selwyn Cobo um, and what he's like at fullback when he played the Cowboys over the weekend yeah. Um, I don't see how he plays six though with having Reynolds and Walsh together defensively at six and seven. I, I just don't see. I, it. I think Reese. 
a little bit too small to play yeah. in this day and age yeah. um, in, in the halves. But if it was next to Jack White or someone at six, oh, you know, yeah. that's fine. But having those two, I think he's got to be fullback. And I think, unfortunately, someone's got to either go to the centres. And what about Herbie as well? Herbie was also sold the dream of playing fullback next year. <laughs> he's been pushed out too. And the Warriors will get a player back. And Tessie. And Tessie. And Tessie as well. And the Warriors might get either Tessie or Jordan Ricky are the two names that, that I'm hearing a lot about as they mm. get back. Well, they mightn't be building a particularly competitive side straight off the, the Dolphins, but they're really no. building up some uh, rivalries here. I mean, yeah. how good's Dolphins-Warriors going to be? Dolphins-Broncos? Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, what what is... Uh, yeah, what is going wrong there? It's been I'd, – I'd love to have a penny for Michael Searle's thoughts, who obviously ended his time at the Titans in disaster. But think back, they they hit the ground running, the yeah, Titans. Yeah. They were competitive from day were, one. Yeah. They had a good side. This is not going to be the case with the Dolphins. And players are finding increasingly bizarre ways to not play for them. We've had every single excuse to not play for the Dolphins now. Yeah. Do, you, do you think – like, and this is the way I per- perceive Redcliffe, like because I grew up around here – um, I, I just thought Redcliffe was a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, honestly, there was rough kids that grew like yep. rough people that grew up around yeah. there. Yep. Is it still, do you reckon no, it still it's, is that? It is still perceived. There's definitely that element, but it's a bit like everywhere else. It's yeah. becoming gentrified. It's becoming, um, they, you know, it is one of the hot spots to invest now. Well, look, I've been there, and what, I just might be old, but <laughs> I've been there the last, you know, probably last three months. I've been there two or three times, and I'd move there. Like, yeah. I love it. It's on the water. Like, it's, they've got, Markets every so like it's a it's a cool place to live. Good lifestyle. Yeah, it's yeah. a great lifestyle. But I don't think, you know, footy players the way they think is, oh, w- what sort of beaches are there? Well, not amazing beaches. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not amazing <laughs> yeah, beaches. Yeah. Um, it's not like the this you know the the south coast of New South Wales no. or the northern beaches of of New South it's Wales. It's where you go with a family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's honestly I, that might be another reason. I mean, I yes, Wayne's yeah. an attraction, but it's like you got to have a great great lifestyle as well. It's still. What forty five minutes to go to the city to mm. to go have fun yeah. for, for a lot of young players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, there, there's not there's not many pubs around there to go and enjoy yourself. Like, if you're a young player, you want to go. All right, how how can I enjoy myself there? If I'm going to play footy as well, I got to I got to understand how I'm going to have fun. And it's a it's a bit of an old older people it might place. explain their roster being quite yeah, old. Exactly. So, and I think <laughs> the that's Bromwich like, brothers. Like in cetera. my brain, I'm like, that's the only reason I can see why. Other but also, go does Reese Walsh give a shit about Wayne Bennett? Like, not really. Probably. Well, I don't, this is the what we go yeah. back to like two weeks ago yeah. when we spoke, and you know, just, nothing against Wayne, but they're, they're just young. They don't understand yeah. who Wayne is. I mean, if you approach me, and you know, I'm 33 this year. I'm go, I'm probably going if I'm at the end of my contract and I'm not getting anywhere else. I'm going because I know what. I know the lifestyle Wayne can give you and how yep. much, you know, it's restraints. He doesn't have the restraints on you. He, he lets you go a little bit. And that's the that's the nice thing about being coached by Wayne because he's not going to – as long as things are going right off the field for him for him and, and you, that's that's what he wants. But, no, the young players don't understand that. You're yeah. going there for the markets too. By oh, the yeah. Things. I love the markets. <laughs> no, it's a great point though. So somewhere like Adam Reynolds would want to play. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, right, like, yeah. You know, Adam Reynolds, Family man. Yeah. Adam Reynolds yeah. moved out to, you know, he's moved out to Bunya. You know, yeah, he's, like, property, yeah. he's like, I'll never leave here. Yeah. He yeah. goes, I'll never move back to Sydney now. Yeah. And that's just someone who grew up, you know, around, uh, you know, Redford, loved it. And he's just like, man, I'll never leave Queensland now. This is yeah. this is my home. This is where For we'll live. The price of a townhouse, he's bought a ranch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty I much. mean, at the end of the day, the off-field decisions the Dolphins have made and the inability to get a marquee signing early has impacted them beyond, I think, any of us saw. Because mm. if you're a player there now, you're going, who the hell am I? I'm going to go to another struggling team. Reese Walsh is going, I've just played for a rubbish team for two years. I don't want to go to the Dolphins where I'm going to be paying for another rubbish team for at least two years. 
How about the NRL buying Queensland Hospitality Empire Gambaros? Is this uh, something we should be talking about here? Like, what, what's I'm doing? Surpri- I'm not surprised. Like, I'm obviously in the hospitality game, obviously, with what I do with Bloke. And, um, yeah, they've been, they've been, yeah. <laughs> like, um, they, you know, they've obviously been struggling with since they've, you know, put those uh, hotels above them. Haven't really had a lot since COVID hit. They haven't had a lot of people being able to, to go in there. It's it's a little bit exy to stay there. So um, the the way I hear it, it's just they're, they're going to keep that. They're going to name each room after a, uh, a great NRL player. All oh, right. Um, which I think is pretty mm. cool. They're going to keep Come Gambaro. meet me in the Yao Yi room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you're getting I'm left to, in there. I'm, I'm left to key to the Yao Yi room. Come and get disappointed in room, yeah, yeah. room number five. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a cold shower and I've gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the market tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're, they're keeping the they're keeping Gambaro's Gambaro's, which I think is also <laughs> yeah. a great thing as well because you can't take Gambaro's out of Caxton Street. No, you know, no. like it's, it's they've been there. It is. They've been there for a very long time. I think they're going to do some tweaking to a little bit so to accommodate uh, teams being able to stay there. I would say the annoying thing is like it'll be, it'll be, it'll be there for like for the New South Wales team to stay when yeah. they get there. And you know, I, I I think that's cool for them because then they get the environment. It's not cool for Origin. I don't want them yeah. to stay there. I want yeah. them to stay, you know, in the city a little bit and then feel that energy when they come in yeah. later down the track. But it does make financial sense. You're going to have that away team yep. every time they play the Broncos. Staying there, you can host events and big functions and own it and mm-hmm. not have to pay for it to be somewhere else. Yeah, and it's um, walked. It's, it's a walk magic round yeah. would be charge exorbitant, $5,000 a room, 10000 for the yay yay suite. Yep. <laughs> Easy. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's I had some great memories, which I can't really go into in this podcast, around Paul Pasala used to host his uh, annual media dinner drinks Ooh. at Gambaras he was tight with. And uh, one infamous night, one infamous party, actually led to his downfall where he just went way too ridiculous in front of a throng of media. And everyone started reporting on Pasali's um, mm. interesting. Yeah. No, we know. We yeah. know where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't. Keep it <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but I, yeah, Google it's, it. It's, <laughs> and they got it for a, honestly, I think they got it for a bargain. Yeah. 25, like 25 mil. It's a, that's honestly, it's a bargain. If you know what some of these places like Caxon, you know, I know the Farquhar's, they've been around for a long time at, at Caxon and what they bought it for back, you know, 50, uh, I think it was like 25 years ago. Yeah, I think they, they got it for a pretty good price here in NRL, so I think they jumped on it. Yeah. Having said that, the investment committee um, with Carl Morris and Nick Pilatus, et cetera, they weren't really involved and in didn't know until hours before, apparently. If I'm on that committee, I'm, I'm leaving the committee too. I <laughs> yeah. get that. I'm sort of like, well, obviously you don't need and, my and, advice. And all three of them men are, you know, they know they know a thing or two about money. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, but I, look, I think it's going to it's gonna need to – thrive because they have paid, you know, it's $25 million. I mean, it might not seem a, a lot to what I just said, but it's it's for Caxton Street. It's prime position. Didn't Hook used to like to take the team there and stay yeah, there? Yeah, we, we would we would stay yeah. there. Um, we would have um, staycations. Yeah. Uh, for the big games. Yeah, yeah. I remember and, and, that. The, and the rooms are, like, amazing. Um, and, you know, obviously we could have our team dinners downstairs. So sometimes it would just be a night before, you know, a semi-final. We, we would stay there instead of going home because um, we just have that feel of staying all together again. And But being at home as well. So they wouldn't constrict you of going to go out, do your own breakfast things the next day. But it just felt like we were close. And, yeah, it was pretty successful. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's going to be going to be pretty cool to see what the NRL do. I'm not hearing too many crosses about this investment, mm, to be honest. No. Mm. 
All right. Uh, Jarrell, earlier in the week, you and I spoke about the six again rule on Ned's mm. unpopular opinions. Dragons holding on to Pip the Raiders. Mm. Would love to hear your take, Chris, on the six oh, again rule. I just rule. think I think the six again rule is uh, pretty good where it's at. I think that it need to be more diligent about penalising for repeat six agains and sin binning, such as Felice, I thought was the right call in Origin 2. Um, the referee stuffed up. Ben Hunt should have been penalised and sin binned. Um, and they should have had the chance to equal the game. I did think he, it's that did he, you reckon, um, the more I've watched since Monday, since we, we now did our video, do they think that, you know, in his brain, oh, was that Ben Hunt that was the one that was not square or um, was that Ben Hunt offside? Because there was obviously two players. I can't remember who the other one was, but was he thinking maybe, oh, if I penalise him, am I going to get that wrong? If I, yeah. just give him, if I just give him the yeah, maybe. You know, benefit of the doubt. Not sure what's happening, dough. benefit of the doubt. Yeah, six yeah, again. yeah the that doubt. happens a lot. I'm yeah. not quite sure what happened there, but it didn't look good. Six no, again. <laughs> no, no, but it's it's a high high stakes, uh, you know, game. And two points is hard to come by, especially by, you know, in the, you know, down there in Wollongong right now, when they played down there on the weekend, it was it was a schmozzle. Yeah. So it would have been nice for Ricky to to take those two points, you know, because they would have went to extra time. Even if they shared the spoils, it would have been a good game to watch in the end. But um, the Dragons slip into the eight now because of that, and I think the Raiders slip out. Yeah, I mean, that's the tactic you would have used a lot um, yourself when you're down by four, not down by two. Yep. The whole go slow on your eight, you just constantly give away penalties. Roosters won a couple of premierships yeah. out of it, not that they'd ever admit it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now you no, can do it. No, no, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you can do it when you're down two. I mean, I think Annesley came out this week, said it was the wrong call. They need to be more diligent about repeat offences. So case. are they, does he, does he get, you know, a week down? Yeah. See ya. See you later. Well, yeah. that's the way that should be. If you're making the wrong yeah. call, I know it's high stakes, but you've got to make the right call and pressure moments. That's what big game players do. And, that's what need big refs need to do as well. As expected, a lot of punters have had a lot to say about it. And Ryan, you've Beautiful. picked out a few responses <laughs> for We've us. We've got a few good ones. So just for anyone that hasn't uh, listened to it, Jarrell, you basically said you weren't quite sure if the refs should give that penalty. Timsey, you said you thought that the higher-ups don't have any real confidence in the rule and that it shouldn't be deciding the outcome of games. Straight off, the over-underline for you and I being called flogs is eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been called a flog yet. It's all been you. Yeah, this is great. Stuff. Plenty of them floating yeah. around. No uh, so Philip Hill has said, the six again rule was only introduced so the match officials had more control over the direction of the game. These are mainly bunker calls and are given when the game needs one of the teams to be the next try scorer to even the game up. Watch next weekend's games and see what I mean. It happens in every game. Not Literally sure. is not what That's happened. That's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, Phil. He goes on, he goes on for a bit. Moose Weibel, we love Moose. Oh, Josh yeah. about Moose. Uh, get rid of it. Some bloke in the bunker can control the course of a game with the press of a button. It's farcical. And uh, Tony, I don't know how to say What his does last the bunker name? have to do with it? There's a lot about the bunker. Yeah. Well, I think they're thinking that the bunker, oh, should the bunker would overrule. Like, yeah. That's 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 what. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's I don't agree with that. Well, yeah, but because otherwise, be because if they don't have their earpiece in, then the ref goes, "Well, I didn't get my." Yeah. You know, what does he go? Oh, I didn't get my call from my, the bunker. Well, no, that's not how it works. So. Lastly, Tony says it's fixed. They're gambling and picks to win. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to blame? The man at the top of the NRL. Suck my blank. <laughs> Volandis, the CEO, is in on it as well. He mentions a few other bookmakers and calls all of us criminals. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I've been a criminal in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we also got plenty of fan mail for the changes that we thought Billy Slater should make to the Queensland side. We did. So... Chris, you declared if Munster does miss game three of the shoulder injury, Queensland can't win. Yep. 
Uh, Jeff Linton has chimed in and he says, <laughs> Go on here, Jeff. this is the top comment with 11 likes. He says, who are these Muppets? Uh, Gary Jessup has said, did anyone else see Munster pick his nose and eat it in the halftime break three weeks ago? I saw it twice. Did anyone actually see that? No. Seen what a great comment. I don't know. Man wins comment of the week. Um, two more. We've got Jess, Jez Kibb, uh, Jason Kohler, Queensland always stuck solid with their teams. Now changing it mid-series, they have changed A. And uh, Chris Tuesley says, F*** Munster off, drop, <laughs> drop Cherry, bring in Hunt at half and Pongs at 5'8". Uh, Dragons oh, wow. fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I think that's going to do us for another Got week there. Let's some interesting get in. fans. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Let's get into some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, this is where the form guide Fonler does his best work for us rugby league punters every week. Plenty of winners each and every week, Ryan. The Knights have been nothing short of terrible <laughs> all season, but a pretty obvious don't argue in round 16. Who do you reckon it is, guys? I reckon it might be Edric Lee. Oh, bang five on. Five big ones. Yes. Five, yeah. He picked himself this week. Five tries against the Titans last Friday in Newcastle. New single club game record. And he's also scored in four straight games now. So a bit of a tough career for him so far, as we know. Broken arm in 2020. Mm. Played only 11 games and then broken foot preseason last year. But the punters were getting $18 for a hat trick last week. And then you also got $21 for Dom Young to have a, a hat trick himself. So. Wow. Wow. What was the five try market? Not one. Does it, yeah. There is a that one. That would have been your own yeah. is, there, is there yeah. any like three or more? No. No, it's, okay. it's two or more and then it's hat trick. You, well, would, you would have to request that and yeah. the bookies would decide if they wanted to put it up or not. Uh, who are our punters' pals? Right? Uh, Christian Tua Pelotu uh, mm. continues to be a nice little safe anytime try scorer bet, particularly when Manly are underdogs. He's now scored in six straight games when they're in that scenario. You're getting $2.25 about him on Thursday in that win over Melbourne. Jump on him at all, Jared? I did not. Boy, he is very impressive. He is impressive and you should be excited. Very excited. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Sione Katoa, a man that's featured in lots of our multis this year. Uh, A bit of a streak happening now. He scored in four straight games. You're getting $1.82 for him to find the stripe last week against the Doggies. And he did that in emphatic fashion, sliding over the corner in pretty wet conditions. Cronulla and the Storm tomorrow night, boys. How are we feeling about that one? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be – I think it'll be close because if it's raining like it has been, um, I thought the Sharks handled that, uh, the wet weather, really well the other night. Only concern yep. is Nico Hines has failed yeah, a rat test. He's fa- yeah. failed a rat test. He has, but – Trouble. So. I mean, the Melbourne are missing a few um, yeah. as well. We're convincing last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think they'll get no, up. I, I think – Sorry. I think they'll get over. I think the Sharks get over a few times. Um, I think it'll be a lot closer than than we think. I um, Yeah, just I just think wet weather plays a part. And we know Craig Bellamy is very good at Is that a rivalry now? Because those two always yeah. play each other quite mm. close. Yeah. It feels like a might Well, be. probably since the 2016 yeah. grand mm, final. Absolutely. It probably built from there, I, I'd say. And, you know, Mick Ennis loves, you know, still... Uh, sticking a sticking a fork in them um, when they, when the game where comes around. So, <laughs> yeah. um, well, I wonder where Mick was going. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mick goes a lot of places. So. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it has become a rivalry. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Corey Oates uh, scored a double in last week's losing effort to the Cowboys. You're getting eight dollars for that one, and also Selwyn Cobo. So he's extended his try scoring streak to six games on the trot. Last but not least, Alex Johnston. Continues to punish the yeah. poor old Eels. Mm. He's now scored two or more tries in four of his last five games against Parramatta. Put them down. Yeah. Put them out for their misery. They're gone. 
They have been uh, all over. Off. Yeah, they're. I'm, I'm sorry, Parramatta fans. I'm leaning that way. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, <laughs> at, <laughs> all. <laughs> sorry at all. You, you should... are not going to win the premiership. <laughs> You're not going to make the eight at this stage. <laughs> like if they, if they, if they keep, <laughs> if they keep playing like they're playing. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. They're they're bad. What do they do though? Like if well, they go out in straight sets in the finals. Well, oh, BA BA's probably got to go. Done. He's yeah. nine years. Um. Unfortunately, he hasn't. Is he nine years yeah, now? Yeah, I think eight, wow. eight or nine years. Yeah, I suppose yeah. he would be. Yeah. 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 Manly, and you know what? It sucks it? because he's he's got them there, but that's not his fault anymore. It's those it's those players. It's those yeah. it's those you know the big three in their side. They need to take it further, and they just haven't gone up that level. Red Marnie's leaving at the end of year two, yep. so I think it's probably time for a reset. If I'm the Eels and they do go out in straight sets, or even if they make it to um to the to the prelim and, and don't go beyond there, I'd be looking to move Mitchell. I think you got to make draw a line in the sand. I think you got to go in a new direction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'd move him right now <laughs> over to the Super League. <laughs> time, time flies. Dolphin, when you're marquee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but maybe. Yeah. Option, yeah. Uh, round 17 tips. Look, I normally tip a try scorer here, but we've only got four games this week. So I'm with the Sharks. Uh, every time these two teams clash, there's a story and the storm of uh, they won 34 to 18 when they both played er- earlier in the year. But the Sharks have won three of their last four at Shark Park. They've gone four and one at home this season, and better yet, the underdog has won each of the last three games at Shark Park mm. between those two sides. I like this game as well. Yeah. I, I'll be tuning in for it on the weekend. It's definitely one I'll be tuning in to go. Like I said, I think it's become a rivalry, and it'll be it'll be closer than uh, than we think. I don't think Melbourne are playing out of their skin at the no. moment. They're not they're not playing their best of their ability. So I think the Sharks will give them a run for their money. Did we take any bloody good bets, Ryan? We did. We took 10K on Cronulla to cover minus eight versus Canterbury last week. And we also took 30K on the Knights' first team to score at $1.82 versus the Titans. 30. Very bold bet. That is a bold bet. Yeah. God. That it makes that me last nervous. Versus second last. It was last. Yeah. yeah pretty close, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, now, mad multis. So we've, Did well, the punters go nearly as well as we did with a multi last well, week? Well, this one's pretty good. So $3 into uh, $1,000, 61 Yep. Uh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Three bucks, yeah. Six-leg same game multi on uh, Manly versus Melbourne. So Olaku, always, Olakuatu. Yeah, Olakuatu. I always mix up his name. Jason Saab anytime. Paps anytime. Nick Meany anytime. Uh Cola anytime and manly to win. That should be in don't tell the missus because yeah. if you win from three dollars to a thousand, yeah. you ain't telling the missus. Look, we didn't have any last week and we were poorer for it. Don't mm. tell the missus. So we've got three this week. We took twenty six k on the Raiders, the halftime full time double Ooh. versus the Dragons. Don't Complaint know lodged the NRL don't on that one, I reckon. Fifty k on the Storm head to head versus Manly. Oof. And uh, 25k Oof. on the eels to cover versus the rabbit. Oh, wow. What are these people doing money. with their lives? <laughs> Not listening to our podcast, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Yeah, right. Too much money, too. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan, love your work as always. Thank you very much. Thank you, boys. All right, guys, early payout is available on round 17 of the NRL with Nets. Ooh. We just spoke about these guys, Parramatta, falling and falling. Yep. I'm going to go the West Tigers. Two. Uh, okay. Yeah, at half time. I just think, I just don't see, I think Parramatta crap. I just think that the West Tigers <laughs> will, will get off to a great start and ching ching. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, punters, early payout as well. Back any team head to head in round 17 of the mm-hmm. NRL. 
And if your team leads by six points or more at half time, you're going to get paid out early. Chris, where else can we look? Uh, Broncos, I reckon. Broncos. Yeah. Dragons, I know they've been hit by injury. They've got, um, it's not the baby Broncos, but it's um, very much a reduced team. But yeah, I just think the Dragons aren't that good either. So I think the Broncos might get run over in the second half, but they'll lead at half time. Sounds like an opportunity for a bit of value. Ryan, anything? Rabbitohs, surely. Oh, oh, yeah. The Knights are still aware from you, Gerald. The Knights are crap. Mm. And yeah, early payout. Magic League goes all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Five meat pies. So does Alex Johnson, though. So, I mean, yeah, true, yeah. very true. As always, punters, early payout is available for your first $250 stake. T's and C's apply. They're available on the website. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. The Ned's NRL Punting Podcast Multi. In round 16 of the NRL, the Seagulls had the storm on the ropes on Thursday night. It was absolutely sickening from the fa- the perspective of a Manly fan to watch the Storm trot in four tries in seven <laughs> yeah. minutes. But alas, Justin Olam was one of 78 them. 78 yes. minutes. 78 78 minute. minute. And I just, I was ecstatic, boys. Can you PNG? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. And, and he, he, he come off, you know, obviously that international break plan. So I just thought, he's got to get over. Yeah. I even cracked the shits and I was like, he's not going to get over. <laughs> and then, look, 78th minute. But they went, what did they go? They went 70, They went 74, 77, 78 and 79th. <laughs> Jesus. It was pretty crook to watch. Thank yeah. God the Seagulls had enough of a buffer this yeah. time, yeah. honestly. It was pretty yep. crook against yep. the Cows. There's one home. That's on cool. Saturday night, the Cowboys had the Broncos on the ropes. They too allowed them back into the contest, but a 79th minute try from the Cows. They sneak back 13 plus to yep. 14, in fact, Chris, you get up. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, I thought actually the Cows should have won by more. I thought the Broncos were pretty, pretty poor, actually. Cowboys yeah. went great, but... Um, they just went to sleep at the end. Yeah. It was a great tucking game of football yeah, on both yeah, sides, yeah. but um, I would have thought it would have been a little bit tighter uh, and then a more of a blowout at the end, but um, I didn't think we were going to get yours home either. I didn't watch the last, literally the last five minutes, so I was like, oh, we're not... We're, we're done here. And just yeah. and just the way the uh, the Bronx were, were coming back, I was like, well, they'll probably score again now. Yeah. And then bang. So, yeah. I backed the story, of course. The Warriors just going home and winning against West Tigers. It was a pretty competitive first half. I was a little bit worried at the 40 yeah. minutes, well, to be honest. But, they just uh, kept going upstairs. It. Yeah. And I was like, just give them one, please. Anyway, we got home. Yeah. Sealed. $11. Thanks for coming. Just to reiterate, the AFL punting podcast is still yet to get one out. <laughs> Do you have anything to say to Greg at all, Chris? Because yeah. that rivalry sort of cooled <laughs> off in the recent yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe HR intervened there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dylan was trying to suggest we were all tight asses, and he's, he's saying to Ryan, oh, do you think they're going to share the money with you, Jared Timms, Gerald? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're celebrating together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're all putting money in together, we'll share it. Yeah. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Far well, out. Dylan's back on probation. So it's going to be a worry. Oh, anyway, that's, that's one, two winning multis for the NRL team yes. this year. And let's go again, Gerald. You're up first. Yeah, um, I've just gone. I've, I've been sticking with you uh, a little bit, brother. And I think um, the Sharks can go either way uh, when they're playing um, sides. And Ronaldo Molotalo has been, you know, he's been scoring some meat pies as well. Um, I think it's pretty healthy having having him at two dollars anytime try scorer, two dollars ten, two dollars ten anytime try scorer. So uh, that's my pick for the weekend, and we won't have to wait too long for that one, boys. That's on Thursday night. Good way to start. I'm up second this week. Actually, I thought Latrell Mitchell was outstanding yeah. in his first game back. Two dollars thirty five anytime try scorer this week. Solid. I like Popping it. him in. Thanks very much, Chris. You're up third. Yeah, I'm actually going with the Paris. Such a yo-yo side. I think they're going to bounce back this week and put 40 plus on the 
rubbish Tigers. So going King Gutho. Um, you scored two last 20 week. Plus. Yep. Okay. <laughs> their their record off a loss is actually outstanding. Yeah, they're very much. As well. But yeah. what is their record off a loss to a lower grade team, ladder team? Oh, right. it hasn't been great this year. <laughs> 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 they lost to the Tigers last time, I think. But anyway, um, I like your bet. Yeah. Like no. Two dollars fifteen. Yeah. King Gutho. He scored two. Time. He's in good form. He's playing well. Power bounce back. Easy money. Get now, on. those are our three legs. The AFL punting podcast have been including the form guide fondler and more often than not okay. for four legs. I think this is the opportunity yeah, to really go him. for the jugular. Yeah, let's go back to back and let's make it harder and, We're pull- and chuck him in. I'm We're nervous. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous, mate. Where are we looking, Ryan? I'm going back to the Rabbitohs game and I'm keeping it simple. I'm going Jono to score. He's Easy. That's scored a double in his last two against. Should have got him first time. I reckon he scored yeah. first time for yeah. first yeah. try. Yeah. Well, he's solid pick. 16 tries for the season so far. Two more than anyone else. Wow. $1.78. Yep. Still a great bit of value. Now to recap: Gerald, Ronaldo, Mulatalo anytime. Two dollars ten. Jared, Latrell anytime. Two dollars thirty-five. Chris Gutho anytime. Two dollars fifteen. Ryan, Alex Johnston anytime. Dollar seventy-eight. Thanks very much, bookies. Nineteen dollars. Love it. Love if we it. get this home and we're having one unit on everything this season, we will definitely finish the season as winning. Punters. I'm getting after it Let's this go. weekend. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to get after it this weekend. Let's this go. one. Yeah, I should it's, say we will finish this. Yeah, season. we will. Yeah. We will. No, I'm going <laughs> to get out. I'm going to get after this one. I think. Uh, I'm going to put a bit more than one. Five unit, units. I or? It's <laughs> maybe not five, but I'm going to get after it. I reckon. I think we can go back to back. I think as we've. You know, gone on through the year, we've gone a bit more conservative, and we've mm. we've understood who's who's been uh, better in in each week, and we we're filling our players a little bit more. Um, I like that we've all gone anytime try scorers. It's, it's exciting. Keep it simple, yeah, stupid. Yeah, and it's it? exciting as well. And they're all try scorers. Like none of them aren't. You know, they're not new to getting over the stripes. So, yeah, I mean, let's get after it, boys. Come with me. Yeah. Let's go. I'm coming with you. Yeah. 20 units. <laughs> Party in the Yow Ye room at Gambaro's. Yeah. Thank Get you very much. Paul Pasali out of jail for it. Away we go. All the chairs in there have got one broken leg. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a dark way to end now. Really positive multi-chat. All right, punters, the Ned's NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience. It's available under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Ned's app. All right, punters, nearly that time of the week again. Let's have a final thought. I'm going to start with you this week, Ryan. Look, I'm looking forward to Thursday night. I reckon the Sharks get up. But, I mean, next week. It's all about next week. Origin game three. Absolutely. How can you top it? Yeah, that's the same with me. Um, like we said before, we've, we've it's been two weeks out and we've seen this town already start to build up and uh, you walk around here, you're seeing people. I even spoke to one of my mates who who had the, he goes into the office a little bit with his uh, – and they, they're all wearing their uh, origin stuff each Friday for the yeah. last month. And I just think that's so cool. Um, cupcakes are getting made everywhere. Wherever you go, it's – it's, it's just build up here in Brisbane and that's what I love. You know, win, lose or draw, this is what Origin's about. This is why we love the game so much. And, um, yeah, if you're, if you're not coming to the, to, to the game, you're going to miss out this year because it is – it's sold out in 15 minutes. I mean, Sydney – Take, take a lesson on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it took them for – they had a giveaway last tickets, I think, uh, last time. So, yeah, very proud of this uh, this state and, uh, and, and and the city that uh, they'll get behind their team. It's going to be exciting. All right. I didn't give a prediction before, but obviously a famous Blues supporter. I don't think Queensland's going to be nearly good enough to turn around really? 44 mm. points, even at Ooh. home. I think it'll be tight, but I think New South Wales, if they turn up and play like they did in the second half – 
in Perth. I, I think it'll they, make me feel sick. I think they just watching them raise the thingy. Yeah, I want to squeeze into yeah. your old jersey on. Hell no! <laughs> but I will be. I will be getting down into the sheds afterwards when they no. win to sing. I I yippee yippee I. Yeah. <laughs> so well, get the phone out and record that. Actually, that's uh, priceless content for the Ned's NRL punting podcast. If I'm uh, if I'm in good steads, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's true. where you start at the caco. What time? Two p.m. Oh, look. I've told my wife a few things. <laughs> I've got work. <laughs> yeah, big night for bloke beer. Chris, final thought. Um, on on um, Origin, I guess, is that I just wonder where the series goes in terms of the draw because, see, the Broncos this week have so many players mm. out. I think the NRL needs to, to address that. I don't see how it's fair to have a competition where one week, luck of the draw, you're just playing a team that's shit. You're playing a Q Cup yeah. side, really. Yeah. So um, there's my first... I guess an only serious thought. <laughs> and actually, on that, actually yeah. on that, Chris, why do why do the Brisbane Broncos seem to always play the best, the the biggest derby the week just the day before uh-huh. they get chosen yeah. in the squad? Like I think it's it's dumb. It's dumb because if if there is a decider and there is some people who have niggles that maybe the coach won't want to play them in the big derby. Because they want them to play Origin. Because yeah. the player wants to play Origin. I think the NRL need to fix that up. I know that they want to jam pack that time with uh, you know TV rights and you know get their numbers up, but it needs to be changed. Because Melbourne Storm, I think we played the Melbourne Storm pretty yeah. close to our game one uh, as well. And um, you know, look look at Payne. Like he won't play. Um, you know, he probably wasn't going to play. But if he had an opportunity to ha- be rested as well, but he wanted to play, he, he might have been able to play game three. Um, yeah. I think they need to fix putting those huge games like the derbies closer to origin periods because it's it's tough. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I still I still love the idea of three weeks, Sunday, 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 or Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday. Mm. Um, have a little break and you play all the internationals as well around that. But then also when this ends, we get that sad, awful period I hate of August, which is just a month of meh. After <laughs> yeah. origin, like yeah. you find players often take weeks out. You don't, you don't, it hasn't quite, mm. quite hotted up enough to go, oh, can such and such make up? It's just a shit two or three weeks after Origin. Yeah, yeah. They need to fix that because yeah. it's been happening for like, I don't know if anyone else has noticed it, but it's happened for like the last six or seven years. Yeah. And it just makes games like that should be standalone and be like, okay, the Derby is huge. You know, and I think that's why it sort of declined a little bit. Yeah, even know. Broncos Dragons this week. No, yeah. Hunt, no, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's that's like a taking big, a lot of the punch out. Yeah, of it. it's a Sunday Arvo. That's where families go to watch their games, and they don't get to watch. There are you know, their a favorite lot players. of Dragons fans. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. But yeah. like, yeah, they don't get to watch their own favorite players because they're not playing. Yeah. So they need to fix. They need to fix out the NRL in, in some way. I don't know. All right, eighteen episodes in the can. How are we going? I don't know. Are we getting renewed? <laughs> <or>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's win this. Let's go back to back yep. with this multi this week. Yeah. We'll that will get us a lot closer, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Filling up the coffers for a few paychecks <laughs> next season. Um, all right, punters. Well, thank you for t- tuning in to 18 episodes of the Neds and our punting podcast so far. Like, subscribe, leave us a review on your favourite platforms. Watch us on YouTube. We'd absolutely love that. You can see what Jarrell and I are doing with our hands right now. Uh, enjoy <laughs> or, the footy this can. weekend. Enjoy State of Origin next week. Go the Blues. If you're having a bad, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly.